everyone. I don't normally come from down there, but I'm going to... It was like the price is right. Come on down, wasn't it? Like, fantastic. Anybody old enough to remember the price is right? I think Larry Ender used to do it, didn't he? Old, good old Lazar. Um, welcome to today. Today is an exciting day uh, for MCC, not only because of uh, you're here, but because today is the beginning of our new series called uh, Next Steps. And Next Steps is going to be leading the, the entire church through uh, our Equip series. Now, our Equip series, some of you have already done it. Most, many of you haven't done it. <clears throat> and today is a special video recording. So um, in a few moments, the media team are going to show our Equip uh, promotional video. And then from there, it's going to be our special studio recording with the live audience. And that's you. Is that cool? Yeah few people are there um, and uh, and what it's going to be equip one is all about um, um, informing people <coughs> who are new to the church and uh, who have recently joined the church informing people a little bit of the history of MCC as well as some of the foundational um, core values that we as a church are focusing upon and what we're building upon. So today may not be new for you but I think it's going to be a great reinforcement um, and you can say I was there. You can turn to the person to say I was there. You were here, that's right. And, uh, and, and the difference is this, this video is going to reach hundreds of people to come. Uh, yeah, you're not quite excited as I am just yet. This video is going to reach hundreds of people to come. That's better. You see, it's, it's almost like we need the applause. You know, live studio audience, applause now, uh, laugh now, cry now. No, I'm joking. The difference is this, is that what happens here is uh, when somebody uh, first uh, is thinking about calling MCC home, then what we're going to be able to do is that we're going to be able to send them this video and then uh, leadership, uh, some of the leadership team are going to catch up with them for coffee and then answer any questions. And so what this video actually empowers people to do is to do the equip series from home. Isn't that cool? Because who wants another night out? Oh, okay, there's a few people, party animals. All the sanguines want a night out, but everybody else is like, no, I'm, it's winter, it's cold, the fire's on, and I ain't going nowhere. So the difference is here is that we are going to be able to take our Equip series online. So Equip 1 is today. Equip 2 is uh, Pastor Rose bringing, bringing the fire next week, which is going to be fantastic. And then Equip 3 is actually going to be over two weeks, and that's going to be power-packed because Equip 3 is just a taster for um, the discipleship series. So Equip 3 is actually um, a couple of months long, but what we're going to be able to do is we're going to give you a bit of a taste tester. So I hope that your appetite is ready. Is your appetite good today? Yes. Fantastic. All right. Well, Nicole, I am going to throw it to you. You're going to watch right now our Equip series uh, promotional video, and then I'm, we're going to be live in our studio. Are you ready? Yes. 
Applause now. Yeah, go for it, Nicole. Fantastic. Hey, uh, we want to welcome you also watching online as well. Welcome to our Equip One series. It's just so exciting to have you here. And uh, we want to welcome you into uh, our Pathways program. We're developing at MCC a discipleship and pathways program that, uh, that will equip each and every single person to be able to uh, find their unique gifting and calling in God and uh, also at the same time discover a little bit of the heritage that's here at Manningham Christian Centre. So you are uh, joining all of the church today and uh, so we want to welcome you here online as well. My name's Pastor Matt. Uh, my wife Anna and I uh, lead Manningham Christian Centre and it's super exciting to uh, be able to present this with you today. Today is going to be all about becoming better acquainted with the story, the vision and the values of Manningham Christian Centre. It's an opportunity to uh, come and sort of connect with people at the same time and have the opportunity to meet some of our team. But this experience is only a basic introduction to the heart and the ministry of Manningham Christian Centre and it will help each and every single person here today understand who we are, what we believe and the essential foundations of believing in God. And so we call this series The Next Steps. You're going to hear that language a lot over the next uh, coming 12 months because we all need to know, we know that the Bible says that the uh, word is a lamp unto our path. Is that right? Anybody heard that scripture before? It's a beautiful scripture. And uh, how many know that I would prefer a big set of like one million lumen spotlights? You know, you, you want to see a little bit further along in your path. Wouldn't you like that? No, God says, no, the word is a lamp. So it just needs to show exactly what you need for the next few steps. And that's what next steps is all about. We want to reflect the word. We want to reflect what God is doing in, in the life of the church. But equally and more importantly, we want to help you achieve all that God has set out for you to achieve as well. And so next steps and the pathway that we're creating here is all about that. So let's... Let's go back to the beginning. Everybody ready to go back to the beginning? We're going to go back to the beginning just for a little bit because often you don't know who you are until, uh, uh, until you know where you've been, right? Is that cool? All right. So um, way back, way back, everybody go way back. 
way back in 1978. I, I love these. I love these businesses and stuff and clothing since 1995. And apparently that's old. You know what I'm saying? Like established, nine, you know, 2000. Whoa, like 2000. Well done. Well, way back in 1978, I had nearly turned one. And uh, yes, it was a beautiful time when I turned one. I don't really remember it too much, but Pastor Bill and Robin Wyatt having, um, having uh, planted a church in Sale, as a Sale Gippsland country kid at heart, uh, all of us are. As a member of the Christian Revival Churches International, we call that the CRC, um, not to be mistaken with the Christian Revival Churches, uh, the revival centres. Anyway, one of the two. It's, um, it's, uh, so the CRC, Pastor Bill and Robin Wyatt, the founders of MCC, moved from Gippsland, Victoria, to Christian Life Centre in North Ringwood, Oban Road. Now that is a housing estate. And began ministering under the leadership of Pastor Russ Hooper, Pastor Russell Hooper, who at the time, I believe, was the national chairman of uh, the CRC. In March 1984, everybody say way back, <laughs> Pastor Bill felt called to plant a church in what we now know to be the Manningham region. During the early years, the church moved throughout various locations, including school halls and classrooms. And it, I think it's important to note that we, uh, after several attempts of other denominations and several other churches, uh, we were the first Pentecostal spirit-filled church in the city of Manningham. <laughs> Established, not, you're right, anyway. So, um, so, you know, the church met in various halls, and I, I think we've got a couple of images there of uh, one of the halls that we've showed. There's, there's old father, old dad, and uh, he's uh, standing, leaning up against a, um, a, a very, very appropriate pulpit at the time. Uh, we have these sorts of things now, but, um, but you know, it, it, it was set up every week, packed down every week. There was a team. There was something exciting about it because, you know, it was just a mad flurry. And often we would have lunch. We would start with lunch on a Sunday. Who loves their Sunday lunch? Um, we would start with lunch of a Sunday and then have an afternoon service or then, then it went into morning and night services and sometimes our night services wouldn't finish until one and two o'clock in the morning because of what God was doing in people's hearts and lives. And so it's just so exciting to be part of a church that has gone through many, many seasons and we have now been able to establish uh, the church in a, in a permanent home at at this current address. The significance of what Pastor Bill and Robin Wyatt accomplished has to be highlighted at this point because this is the foundation of which you attend Manningham Christian Centre upon. You walk in on the prayer, you walk in on the anointing, you walk in on the word that has been laid so for so many years before that. And that is so uh, I think it's such a privilege to be able to be part of a church that has such a strong and long foundation. 
At the time, God was moving through the church worldwide, and I'm talking about way back in the 1980s and before then as well. But uh, God was moving in the church worldwide in what only could be described as an outpouring of his presence and love. Some people knew it as the Jesus movement, for example. This was a stark contrast to what the church had traditionally experienced. Uh, if you've grown up in a traditional church, uh, in a church where, uh, where each week is you know, relatively the same, there may not be lights, there may not be drums on stage, those sorts of things, um, you know, if you've grown up in that church, then that is what church was like for a very, very, very long time. And then what happened is God moved in that outpouring and churches who were experiencing that outpouring uh, were largely and the people who attended were largely ostracized because it was not seen as the traditional done church thing it was different and what was different about it is that uh, you know people might be you know what we call slain in the holy spirit they may they they may be as they get prayed for they get you know laid down on the ground or you know there could be all sorts of experiences that people uh, would have either during worship and the singing of songs or during prayer line down the front uh, and uh, and w- what it was it was an outpouring of the spirit the prophet Joel talks about it in the bible that says in the last days that God would pour out his spirit pour out his spirit upon our hearts and that is what is absolutely exciting about this church because how many know we are keen to see the outpouring of God's love and of his spirit upon our hearts and lives can I get an amen all right. And so um, it's, it, it, when God moves, it often looks foreign and strange. You might look at it and go, whoa, gee, you know, that's a bit extreme, isn't it? Or uh, it might be oh, a bit uncomfortable or somebody's behavior might be different or they might be out of control. But if you remember that when the Holy Spirit was poured out for the first time, people thought they were drunk. People thought, oh, it's, it's, it's not, it's about, it's just, it's before 12 o'clock. Nobody should be drunk before then, surely, right? Surely, surely. But no, the Holy Spirit was moving in such a powerful way that it, 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 it offended the hearts of people who were stuck in religion, stuck in tradition. And you see, what happened there is that Pastor Bill and Robin Wyatt led the church through that time and unfortunately many friends said goodbye because it was not the done thing to allow the Holy Spirit to move in such a church service. Our prayer, my heart, Nana's in my heart and the oversight of the church and the leadership here, our heart is that the Holy Spirit moves in your life above and more importantly, that is the most important thing. That is the most important thing. For God to move in your heart and for you to know how to respond to him. Amen? So, we as a church are committed to seeing that happen. It's Jesus' church. It's his church, isn't it, right? I mean, it's our home church, and Anna and I say it's our church, and look, I go to my church, but really the church are the people, and we are his, so it's Jesus' church, amen? And so um, at times, 
you know, the way God moves may be upsetting for some people, but always know, always understand this, that when he moves, accept and be okay with it. Because if you're not okay with it, then unfortunately you run the risk of missing out on what God is doing in people's hearts and lives. I think it is a beautiful thing to sit back and watch and it's a great privilege that I have and the pastors and leaders here to sit and pray with people and just watch as God moves in their life, as they allow God to move in their life and heal hurts, bring restoration to relationships, bring families back together, bring connections. It is an absolute beautiful privilege to be able to do that. So we want to be good stewards. We want to be good stewards with the presence of God. We don't want to take it for granted, amen? Amen. We don't want to take it for granted, amen? So during worship, when the Spirit of God is moving and His presence comes in, just like what happened this morning during worship, we, know, we need to steward it well. We need to value it. If you were to have a special guest come into your home, you wouldn't just ignore them. You wouldn't just go, oh, g'day, yeah, grab a seat. The water's over there. Drinks are in the fridge. Help yourself. When you have a special guest come into your house, what do you do? You lay out the goods. You bring it on. You, you don't want to be embarrassed. We, we, you know, God's not about embarrassing us. But what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this, is that we honour his presence when he walks in the room. And I want to tell you that he's here today. Amen? Yes. Fantastic. So everybody say way back when. Way back when. In 2007, a generational shift took place. And Pastor Matthew and Anna Wyatt, yours truly, and my wife Anna, and we've got a couple of slides there. That is on the day. Look at that strapping, slightly heavier young man. And Anna hasn't aged a bit, has she? Like, she's just gotten better. She just had a baby, that's right. Shyla was uh, recently born, and uh, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have taken on the senior leadership of a church and having a child in the same year. But anyway, uh, we can't change that now, and uh, we are in 2021. I feel like it's 2045, but it's 2021. Anyway, so a generational shift took place. Hey, if, you, if you're new here, and I hope that you're watching, uh, we love to have fun here. And so uh, as we relax, I pray that you relax as well. <laughs> a generational shift took place, and uh, Anna and I took over as senior leaders. This marked the beginning of rediscovering the purpose and the calling and the identity of MCC as a church. I clearly remember, as clear as day, The second Sunday after the images and the pictures that you can see there, the second Sunday after taking over, I remember waking up on the Sunday morning and I could barely move out of bed. And it's not because we'd had a big night the night before. What had happened is I woke up out of bed and the Holy Spirit allowed me to feel the responsibility to spiritually lead and guide Manningham Christian Centre to spiritually guide and lead you in your spiritual development and your walk. I want to pause here for a minute. I don't, I'm not making this about me in any way, shape or form. But this is real. Yeah. Welcome to a place that is real. Just pinch yourself really hard and you'll find out how real you are, right? Pinch the person beside you if you can. 
they're real. Just as the same as you felt that pinch, the presence of God and the weight of responsibility in stewarding his presence is real. And if I feel it, I pray that you can feel it as well. Because you carry, the Bible says, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in your life as well. There is a moment that as we become believers and followers of Jesus Christ, that we start to understand the power and the responsibility that we carry. There's a song that's been recently written that describes us as arcs, A-R-K-S. We are an ark of God. In other words, the Bible describes it like this, that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are temples of and carriers of his presence. So understand this, that when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you are a carrier of his presence. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, you are carrying him. No matter where you are, darkest depths, highest heights, you, he is in you. What an awesome privilege we have. Amen? Amen. So when we took over, I, I understood the price that we would pay as senior leaders. I understood the price that not only I would pay, but I understood the price that Anna would pay. I understood the price that our kids would pay. Why? <laughs> because... I was also a kid of a senior pastor. And it was described often, Matthew, somebody's always watching you. It was always. I had 45 great aunts and 60 mothers growing up in the church. And man, it, I had to stay on the straight and narrow because if I didn't, there was about 65 people waiting to give me a clip behind the ear for misbehaving all the time, right? And no one better than my mum. You let me tell you, if I was playing up in church, I tell you, I'd get one look and she'd go, that's once. I'd get another look if I continued, that's twice. And my word, you can bet your bottom dollar, if it got to the third strike... Mum used to quote David Meese, and you can look that up. He says, she said, I brought you into this world. <laughs> I'll take you out. <laughs> but no, I'm still here. I survived. Um, she was an amazing mum. We love you, mum, if you're watching. Um, she probably turned it off by now, but that's all right. Um, so we all carry this weight together, amen? We share this weight. It's not just upon uh, the Wyatt family. It's not just a part of the Wish Arts. It's not just part of the Phillips family. It's not just... We all carry it together, don't we? Yes. Amen? We carry this weight together. We carry the weight of responsibility of what the Lord is doing together. The Bible says it this way in Matthew chapter 28. Jesus described this scripture here. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, has been given to Jesus. So Jesus had died, he'd raised from the dead again, and he appeared to the, to, to the disciples, and he declared this just before he was to exit the earth, well, physically exit the earth, and, uh, and release the Holy Spirit upon the earth. He said, all authority, everybody say all authority, all 
in heaven and earth and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Praise God, Jesus said that he'll never leave us or forsake us. Amen? So that is the authority that has been placed and the responsibility that has, been, that has been placed upon our lives. And so if you have just recently given your heart to Jesus and you've decided to become a disciple or a follower of Jesus, then welcome to the mission. Welcome to the mandate that God has given us all. And that is to see others come into eternal life. That is to see others be taken from the grips of hell and into a place of being with Jesus, right? And so taken from the enemy's camp where the enemy seeks to control, to undermine, to tear down, then we are released from that and into a great place of hope and hope realised. So we need to ask the question, who is MCC? Is it the building? Is it the door? Is it the website? No, it's none of that. None of that. MCC is her people. You and I. We are the church. It is not the building. Back in the day, mankind valued, uh, uh, and I'm not saying that we don't value this building, but what I'm saying is buildings were holy and sometimes were valued beyond human life. Whereas here, human life is valuable. You are so valuable to the kingdom of heaven. You are so valuable here on earth. And that's why life is so precious. You see, you are the church. We together are the church. We are a large community, and this is our mission statement right now. Our, we are a large community church where the perfect love of Jesus embraces all. That is our mission. That is the, the culture that we reflect, that any person can come through that door, can come through the doors, can come into our homes, can come into our lives, any person, and we would welcome them at the same time in the same way that we welcome Jesus. Jesus in. Amen? Yeah. We welcome them. We value them. All right? And, you know, sometimes, you know, it might be, it might be uh, you know, not in the timing that we would ultimately like. Sometimes people turn up. Have you ever had somebody drop in for a coffee and you just weren't prepared? Right? You were too busy vacuuming or you were too busy doing something else and just, ah. Oh. All right, come on in. You know what I mean? We're not like that here. We want to welcome each and every single person, all right? And sometimes that is a difficult thing to do because sometimes people walk in just like you. There's a tumbleweed moment right there. <laughs> sometimes people walk in that don't look like you. Sometimes people walk in, they smell different to you. But each and every person, the Bible says, has been created in the image of their creator. Yes. And that is why we value them. We value, we value them for their journey so far and we value them for the journey that is ahead of them. 
that as Jesus grows and develops and cherishes, that is who we are as a community. Can I get a resounding amen for that? So we are a a family church filled with singles, professionals, retirees, anybody and everybody. Amen? Amen. We are, praise God, a a church of many different cultures and races, but we are under one banner, and that is the banner of Jesus Christ. Everyone here helps and assists in making our services and events successful, in helping reach our city of Manningham and Greater Melbourne. It does not matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what you have achieved, your experiences or who you are. MCC is a place that welcomes you, values who you are today, and we are here to help. So this is how we do it. We do it because our goal is like Jesus' model prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, he said these words. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is here in heaven. So what's our mandate here? Our mandate is to see heaven on earth. Amen? Okay. So we reflect that as best as we know how and as best as we can. Sometimes we don't get that right. But together... We're striving towards that, aren't we? And we do that by stewarding his presence well. So, in order to see heaven come to earth, don't ever let Sunday be your only connection with the people that you see around you. If the only time we see each other is on a Sunday, uh, we become acquaintances a little less than the people that you work with. And this is why we have... You know, game Sundays of playing board games. And board games may not be your thing, but it wasn't actually about the board games. Just letting you in on a real secret. It was about people connecting with each other. Our volunteers' dinner tonight is going to be a wonderful celebration and a wonderful big thank you to everybody who volunteers here, which is majority of the church here. And I love that about who we are. But our volunteers' dinner isn't just about celebrating volunteers. It's about connecting with one another, about seeing each other, ringing each other, encouraging one another in the word, encouraging each other that when one person is down, the other can lift it up. The Bible describes it this way, is that a twofold cord can be easily broken, but not a threefold cord. In other words, when we come together in good relationship, honoring one another in love, honoring what God is doing in that person's life, then what happens is we are established, we are strong, strengthened and our relationships are strong and as we are strong in the community so we can display what real community is to the rest of the community amen the 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 city here so we're going to do this because our core values are our foundation Our core values provide us with the foundation that shapes who we are, but more importantly, who we are becoming. The church is not a club, it's not a pub, and it's not a daycare centre. Hello? 
Right. MCC is a place of activation and movement. You are designed to be growing. We are designed to be growing. I love the way William Booth described it, the founder of the Salvation Army. He described the church not as a pleasure cruise, but he designed it as a growing army. The Lord described the church as a growing army. Each and every single person carries responsibility, gets to carry responsibility, but not only that, you yourself are designed to be growing. Nobody wants to be stagnant, right? Because stagnant people stink. Is that cool? You can quote that if you like. Twitter it right now. No, don't. When we become stuck, it is all about being part of a community that helps us get unstuck. Amen? Amen? We aim to provide an environment where that is exactly what takes place. You grow. In order for us to do this, we've developed a pathway to assist people in growing and activating. And next steps in our equip series is exactly that. So, our core values. You may have heard this before, but every bit of leadership training that I've received says this. Say what you're going to say and say it again and again and again and again until it starts to come back to you. All right? So you're ready to hear our core values again. Our core values are this. Number one. We are authentic people. Authenticity is absolutely the key thing. If you were to ask a number of people who have experienced church that no longer go to church, many, many times the feedback is given that they felt people at church were fake. Not here. We're not fake. We're real. We'd rather say it how it is than how it's not or just gloss over the things that really need to be addressed right? We need to be able to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Somebody says an elephant. You know, we need to be able to you know, sacrifice those sacred cows. We need to value what Jesus values rather than what only mankind values. Amen? So authenticity says, do what you say. Do, do, what, you, do what you say you're going to do. Do it. Be a person of your word. Be a person. If you said you're going to turn up, turn up. If you, if you can't, then that's okay as well. If last minute changes, that's fine. If you say you're going to ring somebody, ring somebody. If you say you're going to turn up to work, turn up to work. If you don't, you lose your job. It's quite simple, right? So authenticity. We are responsible people who are authentic. The second thing. We are built on God's word. And God's word, you need to understand, is both spoken and written. So we need to understand that, yes, this is God's word. If you have a Bible that's got the Old Testament and the New Testament, as we know, whether it's New King James, the Message, um, the Passion Translation, Old King James, the Amplified, whatever it might be, it could be a translate, different translation, but this is the word of God. Cherish it. Learn it. 
understand it, dive into it, spend daily time knowing it and learning it. Okay, Get, if you haven't got a good, if, you've, if you haven't got a good study Bible, grab a study Bible. If you don't know where to get one from, we will be able to help you get one. All right, and be able to send you in the right direction because let me tell you, this will change your life. The sign of a broken, tended Bible is a sign of amended life. Amen. And so this is what is is the written word of God. But equally, God speaks to us on a daily basis. Amen. And if you don't understand what that is about, then EQ3 is going to be able to show you exactly how that looks and what that is like to live life like that. And so the word of God is spoken. Often we will have prophetic words that we believe that God speaks to us each and every single day. And if there is a message to be brought within the life of the church, then then we can bring that, we can understand it, we can weigh it up with what the word of God says. And if it marries up and it seems good, then we can go, praise God. He's speaking to us. He's showing us the direction for the life of the church and for individuals. Amen. I had a word for a waitress um, just last, uh, was it last Sunday? Um, who enjoyed Hugh and Jane Marcus? Yeah, yeah fantastic. So um, we, uh, we, uh, uh, I had a word, God spoke to me about a person's life. I didn't know them from a bar of soap and, uh, and um, a, a beautiful lady and, uh, and uh, God spoke to her in that restaurant there. God's issue was moved because that God met with her. God stopped to meet with her, even in her busyness and day. And uh, her life was changed as a result. Amen? So God's word is both spoken and written. The word of God has power as we, as it works in us. The next core value is relationship. I've touched on that already. The simple truth of it is this, love God, love people. We value how people are loved and encourage you to connect with others and encourage others in their own journey with God. That is our key. The Bible says it this, like this in Mark chapter 12. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second commandment is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Can I get an amen on that one? The next core value is growth. We are designed to grow spiritually and numerically. We are becoming a large and influential church. And even though you may look around the room and, 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 and you may see some new faces and you may see some regular faces, we are growing in every respect. We're growing in our influence in the community. We're growing online in our presence of people engaging and watching. We have over 200 subscribers now on YouTube. Would you believe it? All right, amazing. And, uh, and, you know, it's just been an organic thing. We haven't been advertising it or anything like that. But the word is spreading of what God is doing in your and my life. So we are designed to be growing. We are not designed to be a small church. We are not designed to be small people. Okay, if you want a church where you know everybody's business and you know everybody, this may not be the church for you. 
The reason being is that as we go, grow through the 100, 200, 300, 400, that's a lot of people to call throughout the week if you want to get to know everybody, right? Right? Hello? But what you can do is be connected within communities, in our home-based groups, and uh, establish new home-based groups that where you can connect midweek, every fortnight, you can grow together and uh, be connected with one another at the same time. Our next core value is this. We are supernatural. Superbly natural, but supernatural. Miracles are a part of everyday life. Now, for some people, being able to put a a meal on the table each and every single day might be a miracle. All right? You know, it might be a single mum just uh, being able to pay an electricity bill. That is a miracle, or a single dad for that matter. The truth is this, God moves in miracles and supernaturally every single day and that is available for us. Why? Because I said it before, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you today. That is the truth of it. Amen? We are, the next thing, sold out. We are raising and becoming sold out followers of Jesus. We are a church We're a bet the farm church, lay it all on the line. We're going to go for it. Amen? Because why, why the heck do we want to be conservative about things, right? We serve an extravagant God that calls us to be creatively extravagant as well. And so I know that the human tendency is not to embrace risk. Hello? Would you describe yourself as a a risk-taking person? Most people are not because it's in our innate uh, instinct not to risk things too much, not to risk our life too much. But you see, what happens is that when God moves, you are filled with a supernatural ability and you are filled with the miracle power of God that empowers you to step out in faith, it's called faith, and take a risk. And that's who we are, sold out followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, described it like this. You can either be lukewarm or red hot. You can't be in the middle. If you're in the middle, you're lukewarm, you're cold, all right? And I'm not talking about the temperature in here. I'm talking about your spirit. You're either lukewarm or cold or you are absolute red hot. And I think it's time for some people to stop messing around. It's time for us to be sold out, to go, Pastor Matt, what do I need to do? Go to, go, go to somebody who's your leader or, or lean upon somebody. You know, uh, you, you, I often go to my wife, Anna. Anna, what do I need to do? Oh, she'll tell me. <laughs> Men, go to your wife and ask. <laughs> Wives, go to your husbands and ask. What do I need to do become a, to become a sold out follower of Jesus Christ? Amen? Was that a bit strong? The last thing is this, we are community champions. We are about championing community, influencing those around us to help create a better, safer and more vibrant community. Now, how many know that our community needs that now more than ever? If you just have a look around at the denigration of the world at the moment, the world is in utter chaos and turmoil. And I tell you right now, you are the hope of the world. 
The church is the hope of the world. Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. He can bring restoration. He can bring people together. He can restore relationships. He can restore what has been stolen. He can restore whatever bad experience and bring healing into your life if you would but allow him to. And that is the beautiful thing about when we create community and we champion community together, connect together and not become only inward, but inward and outward in our connection with our community. That is that when we can influence our community around us to be better and safer. Can I get an amen? Amen. So we believe that in every person there's an inward hunger for life. This is displayed in various ways. Ultimately, most would see it as the want to stay active and have the ability to maintain energy levels. Whichever you may be, whichever, wherever that void in your life may be, only God can fill it. It is a longing to have a connection with someone or something that is greater than you, a searching for greater meaning. This feeling is a result of sin. And you see, sin moved mankind from being holy and just like God to unholy, broken, and disruptive. You only need to look around the world today to see that the state of things is not improving. With widespread hunger, wars, people exchanging blame for responsibility, death, the the domination over entire people groups, you would agree that if there was an answer, mankind has certainly not found it in himself. Friends, the answer is Jesus. It's worth highlighting here right now that Christianity is recorded by secular sources as the most persecuted and marginalised faith in the world. Why is that? Why is it that people use the name of Jesus as an expletive or as a byword? They don't say Buddha. They don't say, they don't call out other deities. What often happens is that we call, they say Jesus. Why? Because the enemy seeks to reduce the power of that name just to a word. But friends, there is such power in the name of Jesus. For those who believe it, those who will receive it, and those who outwork it in their life. We have a common spiritual enemy that is hell-bent on turning people away from the freedom, freedom that Jesus alone brings. Being a follower of Jesus is not for the faint of heart. It is a journey of increasing freedom and joy, even whilst under the opposition that we face. Your heart and life are what God values most. The battle must be won there first, in your heart. Equip 3 will help you in that journey. It's because as humans, we were never meant to go this journey alone. We are called not into religious requirement, but a heart-to-heart relationship with God. Together, he has called us to bring the very presence of heaven to earth in a real 
and impacting way. Equip 2, when Pastor Rose brings that next week, is going to describe and build upon your foundation of the reality that you are a new creation. That when you accept Jesus into your heart, when you embrace him completely, when you say, yep, Jesus, I'm going to be a bet the farm, sold out follower of you. What happens is that he begins to move in your life in extraordinary ways. Some of it is difficult. But the joy and the freedom that each and every single person can experience as a result of saying yes, of taking those next steps, of saying, yes, God, I want to be a better equipped. Then as you take those next steps, he comes in behind you. And he describes it this way in the Bible. He describes it that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. That Jesus himself begins to live life with you. Not for you, but with you. That as that yoke is placed upon a bullock, as they plough the ground, that Jesus is pulling with you and he takes most of the load. He'll let you feel a little bit of it. But as he said, his burden is, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. If you're here today and you say, I've been a follower of Jesus for a long time and, and I don't experience his burden to be very light, then I would suggest that you need to take it up with him. That you need to say, Jesus, this is too heavy for me right now. And the word of God says that he is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. Often the burden is heavy because we take on too much. We take on things that he's never designed us to take on. Fear and anxiety. Disruption, hate, unforgiveness. He wants to exchange all those things for joy, complete forgiveness, freedom, love. And all this can only be found when we're journeying with him and with others doing the same. Amen? So I'm going to ask you to stand up on your feet right now. We're going to pray and We're going to close out today and, and as you're watching uh, online and you're watching this video, thank you for watching, thank you for listening and uh, we hope to be able to answer any questions and, and furthermore, I encourage you now to connect with Equip2 that, uh, that Pastor Rose uh, is, uh, is going to teach. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time together right now. Thank you, Lord, that you build and establish foundation. Lord, I, I know that for many people, what has been shared today is not new. But Lord, we know 
we know that in the foundational truths that you taught Jesus, you would help us remember and be reminded of these each and every single day. Jesus, redefine for us what authenticity means. Redefine for us what it means to be sold out. Redefine for us what it means to be, to, to be walking and journeying with each other. Right now, Father, we ask for a Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Lord, that heaven would invade earth. Lord, let it start with us. Let us be hungrier for you, God. Help us walk with you. For those, Lord, who, who may be feeling a heavy burden right now, I ask that you would fill them with joy. If you're here today and you're, and you're carrying a weight that you know is not yours to carry, I just ask you right now that you may even symbolically just say, Lord, I just, I just take this weight off. Lord, I give it to you. Jesus, can you carry it? Carry it for me. Show me how to work with it. Show me how to deal with it. There's people here today who's journeying through, you know, unforgiveness. I'd just encourage you right now. Start the journey of forgiveness today. And for some people, that's going to be a choice. Make that choice today and let your feelings catch up later. Because Jesus calls you to be a forgiving person just in the same way that you have been forgiven. Just in that same way. For some people, that journey will result in a physical healing in your body. we just welcome you right now. Help us respond well to your presence. Jesus, you are so real. Just in closing, I just feel to do this very last thing that Jesus left the earth and he the disciples were very upset about it <laughs> and he said to know that I he said I have to go so that I can send the one who's coming and the one to whom he described as coming is 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 the Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit is often described as the very breath of God. 
Some of us need a, a fresh top up of the Holy Spirit to experience the breath of God. So that might be strange to you, but I just encourage you right now. Would you pray that? Would you just pray these words after me? You say, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Fill me afresh. Like a cold drink on a hot day. Like a warm drink on a cold day. Be everything that I need. Fill me afresh today. Touch my heart. I give over my heart to you today, Jesus. Forgive me for where I've kept doors closed. Come into every area of my life. Fill me afresh today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now just put your hands out and just receive that right now. Just as an act of faith. Just as an act of faith. And again, sometimes it's a choice and your feelings catch up later. Holy Spirit, pour out right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for your presence, God. We thank you for your breath that is breathing upon us continuously, Lord. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives. We position and posture our hearts before you now. Lord, as we go out into this week ahead, Lord, I pray, we pray that you would go before us. Lord, that the burdens we the burdens that we don't need to carry, Lord, we won't carry. That our ears would hear clearly your voice. Lord, that we would see you in nature, that we would see you in other people's lives. Lord, that we would be mandated to see all nations come to you. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. Are we all said? Amen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thanks, Tim.